Hi everyone, welcome to Murders in Paradise. I am Jen, joined as always by JR Dad. Good evening. And uh, yeah, we're into it now. Like this is our podcast now. This this isn't a one-off. We're doing it. Very odd. I give you all the credit. You do all the work. I just sit here and make noises. I know, but it would be real boring if it were just Jen telling stories. The compliments are like... That was a nice story. Jared Dad's commentary was 100% the best. Every ventriloquist needs a dummy. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So this week we are uh, doing the case of Kenneth Palicki. So Kenneth J. Palicki Jr., born on my birthday. Well, born on December 16th, which is my birthday. 1969. He's quite a bit older than me. Um, In Toledo, Ohio. I was going to guess Ohio, Polish-sounding name. A lot of Clevelanders probably named Poliki. Someone was worried. They're like, man, the first like two cases all had tiebacks to Indiana, so now we've moved a few miles over the border into <laughs> Ohio. And Toledo actually is really close to the Indiana border, so uh, this is not on purpose. I think just like, actually, our neighbors in the Keys are from Ohio. They, I mean, look, the snowbirds are traditionally from the midwest everyone's like gotta get the hell out of ohio <laughs> far can i get <laughs> far can i get uh so kenneth palicki born december 16th he went to uh high school in ohio and then in 2010 he moved to florida he did concrete and construction uh loved animals played the guitar he'd been playing the guitar, guitar since he was seven Obviously, living in the Keys, he loved boating. We're like the only people, I think, who don't <laughs> boat in the Keys. Everybody boats down there. Yeah. Did, uh, he, did he like play the guitar in clubs and stuff? That's a very Key West thing. It doesn't say that. I get the impression that he just, you know, he's, I think, mostly worked construction, but liked to play the guitar. Cool. Uh, liked to boat. Big fan of the Miami Dolphins and Ohio State Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes. I guess. Is that what you say? It's one of the things. I mean, did they, it's ha- one of did the they have like a weird say. nickname or something? The Buckeyes is pretty good. Yeah, it's the Buckeyes. You get to go. I mean, this is the nice thing about Ohio. You get to go, O-H. I-O. There you go. I love that. If if I ever did a show in Ohio, I'd, I'd be like, O-H. And everyone would be like, I-O. That would be really fun. You, you hope so. Otherwise, they just look at you with a puzzled look. like, hmm? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, crap. This is just going to get worse. Jen, that was so 10 years ago. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, our case takes place August 18th, 2017, less than a month before Hurricane Irma is uh, going to come through and mess oh, things up. If I was going to murder someone, maybe right before a hurricane would be a good time. Yeah, I and mean, they didn't know the hurricane was coming in August. <sighs> I think we were down there. We may have been there at this time. We were definitely down there in August of 2017 at Little Palm. Oh, yeah. And then we had Palm plans Island. to come go back afterwards, and then there was nothing afterwards. Yeah. Um, We'll have to check our records. We could have actually been there on on this day. Um, so anyway, August 2017 is when our, uh, our case takes place. Kenneth was engaged to be married. Their wedding was planned for September 8th, 2018. So they had a date. Um, what was he, 50? 50, 51? Somewhere in there. That's pretty... In 2018. Pretty oh, yeah. 2018. 2018. He was 49. I'm sorry. He 50. was 48. It was 2017. 48. No, no, no. He was born in 69. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is why I don't do math. This is a math podcast. <laughs> oh, so bad. 
<laughs> I guess he might have been 47 because he hadn't turned 48 yet, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, late 40s. All right. So he lives on Duck Key, which is in the Middle Keys. It's by Marathon, IIRC, if I remember correctly. Um <laughs> All right, so Kenneth is renting this house on Indies Drive in Duck on Duck Key. Um, apparently, has fallen a bit behind on his rent, so he lives there. So does his fiance Colleen Lyon. She's twenty five, so she's quite a bit younger than him. But uh, they've been engaged. They're living together. Everything's going well, except they're not really paying their rent. Okay, and I say they weren't paying their rent, though I guess that's an assumption on my part, but they have been served with eviction papers. They have to be out of the house by August 23rd. This is August 18th, so they're they're kind of five days out from having to be out of the house. They've been evicted. So I'm guessing that that was for not paying the rent, but I don't actually know. Maybe there's some other thing they got evicted for. Uh, all right. But before this started, I asked you if this is the perp or the the actor and i still don't know this is very interesting we're getting there this is very i'm in total suspense patience nobody can tell it's good okay yes so kenneth palicki and colleen lyons living in this house on ducky have been evicted uh but they're five days out from the day that they have to be out of the house so the house is owned by this family uh the wilders and they have served the eviction papers their son, so the son of the homeowners, yeah. 32-year-old Ryan Wilder of Winter Springs, Florida, which is up on the mainland, uh, he comes down and basically is like, y'all need to get out of the house. So he shows up at the house on August 17th. Nobody's there. Get out of my parents' house is what he's Basically. Saying. And mm-hmm. I mean, the parents obviously think so too because they have served eviction papers and the people have to be out by August 23rd. And you don't just like evict someone and they and be like, and you got five days like it's a process yeah right so they need to be out in five days uh ryan wilder is impatient he goes down uh so he gets there nobody's home and then he goes back and colleen lyons the fiance of kenneth palicki is there um but kenneth isn't there so ryan wilder the son of the homeowners just walks into the house and starts pulling their stuff out, mm. putting it outside. Self-made eviction. So. No, no. Yeah, you can't self-evict people. No, you're just moving their stuff now. You've just broken into their house and are taking their shit out. Well, like, it's his dad. It's his mom's house or his parents' house. Yeah, but they're legally living in That's it. That's true. They right? have five more days. They have five more days. You can't just walk in. If you are renting a house to someone, you just can't walk in and like, Fuck with their stuff, take their stuff idea. out. Yeah. Uh, so he starts moving the stuff out. And as he's doing that, Kenneth Palicki arrives home. And obviously, the two of them get into a fight about this. Um, so Kenneth tells his fiance to call the sheriff's office. And she does call the sheriff's office. So she's on the phone, she's telling him what's happening. Um, and they're like, 911. And she's like, this dude's in our house, like taking our stuff out. And my fiance just got home and they're having a fight. And they're like, are there any weapons involved? And she says that Ryan Wilder, the son of the homeowners, has a gun in a holster on his hip. <sighs> nice. Open carry. Fuck. Just, just don't be that guy, man. 
Like, if you're a cop, wear a gun and a holster on your hip. If you're not, put that shit away, man. If you're a dentist, maybe not. He's not even a dentist. He's like this slack. I don't know what he does, actually. I'm pretty sure he's not a dentist. Anyway, he's like dentists also, you don't need to carry a gun. bouncer for his mom. Yeah. So while Colleen Lyons is on the phone with the sheriff's office, Ryan Wilder, son of the homeowner, shoots Kenneth Palicki a bunch of times. Whoa. Multiple times. Uh, while they're on the phone with the sheriff's office. So you get pop, 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 pop in the background. Um, Colleen's still on the phone, right? So she's like, okay, uh, Ryan Wilder, he just fucking shot this guy, walks out, gets in his truck. He's got his gun in his hand, gets in the truck, drives off. In the keys. In the keys. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Where are you going to go, genius? (laughs) I'm going to tell you where you go. You're going to go onto Route 1 and you're either going to go to Key West and or stop. You're, or you're going to try to get out of the keys. But the sheriff's office was on the phone when you shot the guy. So you're going to try to get out of the keys a good 60 miles from where you are before the sheriff's office can find you. And guess what? There's only one road out you, of the keys. You'd have a better chance of getting out of Alcatraz at that point. I mean, I don't know how much more we can emphasize. <laughs> I, I feel like people don't believe us where it's go like, Oh, you know, I grew up in this small town in Illinois. There's kind of one road in and out of town. No, man. It's not like that. There's one road. You can't leave the keys. You can't drive from one island to the other in any way other than there's not a second road. There's There's not a cornfield you could go through. There's not like a wooded path. There's It's it's water. One road. (laughs) You can't drive. Oh, I'm going to drive through this residential area. I'm going to take this back. There's not. I'll take a shortcut. There's one road. That's it. So, yeah. So, all right. The sheriff's office is like, all right, this dude just left Duck Key. He's either going to Key West, in which case he'll end, or he's trying to get back up to the mainland. He has 60 miles to go. Um, We can just stop him on this one road because there's literally no other place he can go. Yeah. Um, So as he's driving away after shooting Kenneth Palicki, Colleen Lyons, the fiance, is like, here's his truck. Here's where he's going. He's leaving. So he has a uh, an F-350, a Ford F-350 pickup. Pretty big. Yep. Uh, doesn't get far. The cops find him. A short distance away from the crime scene, they pull him over. They arrest him. Um, so Palicki, meantime, he's been shot four times. He's shot in his upper thigh, his back, his neck, and his forearm. So Shot in the back? Yeah, shot in the back. Yeah. Um, so while the cops are arresting uh, the shooter, the EMTs have come to their house and uh, and they take him to Fisherman's Hospital, where I mentioned I went. Which one. existed before the hurricane. Yes, this is this Lucky is probably Kenneth. the month that it got uh, the month that it got bought by that hospital system before it got completely destroyed in Hurricane yeah. Irma. Uh, that's where I went when I. Stepped on the sea urchin. Yeah. The, we talked about it in one of the other podcasts. They're real good at taking fish ho- fishing hooks out of, like, feet. They have, like, a wall. I, I mean, they used to. Now they don't yeah. anymore. Yeah. They used to have a wall with, like, pictures of the fish hooks they had. Was it just that they'd pulled out of people's eyes or that no, they I had think it was pulled like out, out of people in stuff. general? It was out of feet and, and hands and things. I mean, when I was sitting in there, they were telling me about all the people's eyes that they would pull fish hooks out of because someone would, like, cast the line back. And everything goes backwards. 
And then there's somebody oh, standing back there that so catches him like in the eye. Movie bad gag thing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, I I remember them telling me that story. Anyway, Fisher Fisherman's so anyway, Hospital they take really to... does evoke that though, doesn't it? Yeah, right. I mean it's there's th- three hospitals in the Florida Keys. This is the one in the middle, so that's where they take him. Um, but unfortunately he's pronounced dead. Oh no. When he gets to the hospital. Yep. So um Well, it is called murder. Yeah. <laughs> Paradise. Maybe a murder going on here. That's the sheriff's helicopter circling outside. Yeah. Um, if anything happens, somebody take care of our dogs for us. Yes, please. I probably won't get to post the podcast if someone breaks in here. <laughs> it would be real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, before they pull over Ryan Wilder in his very short attempt to flee from the police in the Florida Keys, a thing that is not possible to do. Um, turns out his girlfriend, Amber Gray, is in the car. So she has not been involved in the incident. She, I think, was sitting in the truck the whole time. Yeah, good judgment, Amber. Good, nice choice of dude. Yeah, Amber, I, I hope things work out better for you. Uh, so while they're fleeing the cops, Amber, who's in the car, um, Ryan Wilder says that he shot Kenneth Palicki in self-defense. Sorry. I was trying to remember if this guy was the guy who claimed it was the stand your ground law. I don't think so. There's some there's some case we're going to do where this guy did this crazy ass shit and it's like it was stand your ground because like somebody yelled at him and he shot him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he claimed self-defense. And so I was trying to figure out like what the current status was because this is august of 2017 yeah right so he's held in the monroe county jail uh without bond but then of course hurricane irma comes through so everything's all kind of screwed up from then right because the keys were closed for weeks and people were gone for a really long time they probably evacuated the jail it's hard to they they absolutely did evacuate the jail yeah yeah um and yeah i don't know where they I mean, they probably took him to a jail somewhere up on the mainland somewhere. Onto the roof of the jail, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so what I could find is that he did eventually have a hearing, and then he was given a $750,000 bond, which he made. Hmm. So he paid whatever, the $75,000. No, he paid a bail. You post bond usually, and you pay like a fraction of that. Yeah, yeah. So he he had... A $750,000 bond. I think usually it's 10% of that that you have to pay to get yourself bailed out. I mean, I, I have never had to do you this before. You go to a bail bond company who charges you 10% and they post the bond of $750,000. And yeah. then if you skip, they track you down and bring you in. That's like, right, because otherwise they have to... I think they don't have to pay it. I think you can get out by paying the seven hundred fifty, paying the 10%, but then you owe the whole thing. And so if you get a if bail bond... If you skip, bond, you owe the whole thing. If you skip, you owe the whole thing. So yeah, the bail bonds was like, I'm not going to pay three quarters of a million dollars. Like, let's go find this no, guy. No, you dog. Did you ever watch Dog the Bounty Hunter? No. Oh my God, I loved that show for like two seasons. No, but there was a there was a bail bondsman series in the 80s, I think, with uh, the Bionic Man actor. And, I, he, and he was a bail bondsman. I can't remember what it was called. No. But anyway. Anyway, so it seems like he... So he had a plea in November, right? So this crime is committed in August. November, he finally gets a hearing. They set bail, $750,000. He gets out. And uh, it said the next docket sounding was for April, which would have been April 2018. 2018. Hmm. 
there is no record of anything since then. So I'm guessing he they must be doing like all this kind of pre-trial stuff. There's been a very long time. Hmm. Um, I don't know if it, the cases are still all kind of backed up. Like I found an article that's like all these big high-profile cases are still, they keep getting continued, they keep getting oh. put off. And so, you know, now that he is out, there may be less pressure to kind of get going with the trial. But he is not... I checked. He is not in the Monroe County Jail. Like, you can search online for inmates. You can just see a list. He is not in prison in the state of Florida because you can check that. And there is absolutely no news of him having gone to trial. There's news of all these hearings that happened, so I'm guessing we're just kind of in this period before the trial. So he presumably is going to claim self-defense since that's what he told his girlfriend. Um, But, yeah, he shot the dude in the back among other things, while he was taking his stuff out of his house. doesn't seem like self-defense if you shoot someone in the back. I'm not an expert. No. So, but then it's Florida, so who knows? Yeah. So uh, there was an updated story just kind of uh, about him, about Kenneth Palicki um, on September 8th of 2018, which is when his wedding would have been. Uh, just sort of saying like, yeah, oh. this poor guy like got shot and... Uh, for no reason. He was in his house trying to protect his stuff. In his house, yelling at the guy who was taking the stuff out of his house. Like, anyone would do that, right? Because they hadn't, it's not like they were squatting. They did not have to be out of that house. And this dude just shows up and starts pulling their stuff out. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a real mess. And then his fiance has, you know, she's sort of regularly posted on Facebook and she had posted a picture of her. And uh, and the guy and Kenneth Palicki says, no one will ever understand how I feel. I miss you so much, my love. So it no. sounds like just real sad altogether. <sighs> so I don't know, like no crazy conspiracies or whatever, just like some fucked up interpersonal stuff. Yeah. Somebody Stupid, pissed off. bad decisions and then a gun makes it permanent. It's a real like male kind of crime like this guy's not paying his rent i'm gonna get him out of there and it's like just wait five fucking days and then he'll be out pull his stuff out in five days which like you can have the sheriff come and like supervise you doing it bring my gun and he's gonna let me do it (sighs) such mom's house back yeah uh so i'll post a picture of the house it's a pretty standard florida keys elevated house uh, it's not as nice as our house, but it's like similar kind of idea, right? It's elevated off the ground. And yeah, if some guy with a gun comes into my house and starts taking stuff out, it's there, there could be wrong reactions. I mean, it, that's just terrible. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. It's bad. No, it feels like a violation. Yeah. So, uh, so no good resolution there, but there you go. Yeah. All right. You ready for a palate cleanser? I am. Story? I am. This was not a good impression of human nature. Okay, mailman in Missouri. It's February. Nate Ullman is right. the mailman. Mr. Twain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're from there, you call it Missouri. Right. I mean, I guess some people know. Sure you do. <laughs> I grew up calling it Missouri. All right, anyway, whatever you want to call it, that state over there. Um, Show me. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Uh, so he's out on his route in February. He gets to the end of this dead-end road, and laying on the side of the road is this old dog laying in a ditch. Aww. And it's freezing outside. 
he can tell that the dog is like not in good shape. So he gets out. The dog is kind of deaf. He's kind of blind. It's clearly a really old dog. And uh, so he kind of goes up to the dog sort of slow because he doesn't want to freak it out. And it's like, as soon as the dog saw me, he just bolted into the mail truck. He's like super emaciated, has frostbite, all alone, like hasn't escaped from his house, clearly has been like dumped out there. Um, And we have had rescues like that whose owners have just taken him out and dumped him somewhere. So I'm going to post pictures and I'll post a link to the story on the dodo. But he's got like cuts on his face. He's got sores. His nails are all long. He's real sad looking. Um, So Ullman takes him to... Looks a little uh, pit bully. He's a pit bull. Yeah. Sweet dog. Uh, such a sweet dog. So yeah, Nate Ullman takes him to I think KC Rescue is the name of the uh, the KC Pet Project, and so they have like a shelter and they take him in. Uh, you know, they do the kind of standard thing: give him a lot of vet care, give him medicine, uh, you know, feed him, check him out, put him with a foster home. Um, and so the foster home is like giving him his medications or keeping an eye on him. Keep him on a soft bed. And then, yeah, in his foster home, he's got like a soft bed, gets him all healed up. And, uh, and this is how it always works when you have foster dogs. You got to get them all healed up before they can be adopted by anyone. Mm-hmm. So they think he's about 12 years old, but he mm-hmm. heals up pretty well. Sometimes old dogs don't heal very well. And they're like, all right, he's doing pretty good. We got to find him a home. Who could we call? Let's call the mailman who found him. And they're like, hey, Nate, you want this dog? And Nate's like, fuck yes, I want this dog. <laughs> Look at this picture oh, of the mailman and the pit bull. Dude. This dude has the happiest face of any human. And the dog's just like sitting on his lap and all happy. And they're like giving yes. each other smooches. That's great. Um, he looks like a big mountain of a man. Yeah. So, and they said like Nate shows up and, uh, and like the dog, the dog's name is Sloan, immediately recognizes him, runs oh. up, starts licking him on the face. He's like, you saved me. You're the one who oh. saved me. And Nate's like, you're my dog now. And so uh, Nate adopted him and he's doing great and settling into his house. And so now this poor 12-year-old dog who just gets like starved and abused and dumped by asshole previous owners, like now he gets to have whatever his end is going to be, be happy, like queso. Yeah, are going to ride around the, in the mail truck. He could be like the mail truck dog. U.S. Post Office, if you don't allow that, you should because this is a great dog. Yeah, he could like protect him from all the other dogs. <laughs> protect the mailman from all the other protect stereotypical the dogs. Protect Indeed. the mail. Shout, um, out, shout out to mailmen and postal carriers because I think you're all... Most of the ones I've met seem decent and very happy to be doing what they're doing and yeah. they do a good job. Good job, Nate Ullman, for delivering the mail and also for saving this dog. Especially Nate Ullman. Yep. Yeah. You're a good egg. So there you go. That's our... Uh, oh, I feel much better now. Cleanser. Yeah. It's a, there's some good humans in addition to the bad humans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can see pictures of... This week we'll post pictures of Sloan the dog and Nate Ullman from the Dodo, uh, but also a picture of the house where all the shit went down in this week's story. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Murders Paradise. There's no in, just Murders Paradise. Uh, it's Murders in Paradise on Instagram. You can send us email if you have stories that you want us to cover at murdersinparadise at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with another 
tale of murder and mayhem from the Florida Keys. Until mayhem. Then. That's a thing, you know. I, I know. Oh, I, I got a story about that, but it's not from the Keys. All right. Maybe that, well, also, we have a debate going about what corpus delicti means. I, I mean, I admit that I might have been wrong. <laughs> but I was misinformed. I think you're talking about habeas corpus. Absolutely not. Oh, all right. I know what that is. <laughs> I'm talking about when you have a missing body. And corpus delicti is related, but it's not exactly what I thought. Related, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We'll continue this next this week. This is going to keep people on the edge of their seat. Yeah, high quality content here. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, don't conk out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>